you did it for us, Almighty God. We honor you. We bless your name. We give you the praise and the adoration. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Accept our worship this morning. Accept our praise this morning. We thank you for your blood that covers in this place, Almighty God. We honor and we adore you, King of kings and Lord of lords. Be that magnified every heart, every soul, every being is in your hands, Almighty God. We come as a living sacrifice, Almighty God, to bring nothing but pure worship unto you this morning. Be thou exalted, be thou glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. members as instruments, instrument of righteousness. We've seen who you are, a Lord that you are wonderful, a Lord that you are beautiful, a Lord that you are glorious. So we honor you. So we lay down our crowns, we lay down our hurts, we lay down our burdens. We take on your glory. We take on your beauty. Lord, we honor you. We worship you. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are amazing. None can be compared on you. You rule and you reign over all. We thank you. And you are seated on your throne. And we are seated with you. Because you are wonderful. Because you are a good father. Because you are a glorious God. We thank you for this honor. We worship you for what you've done in our lives. Oh, bless your name. And Father, every heart that is in this place that is burdened, we know you are the burden bearer. So we cast our burdens onto you. Every heart that is sick, we throw it on you. Because on the cross, that's what happened. Every heart that is addicted, that is bound, as we reflect on your glory, we take our liberty in your presence. Because in your presence, there's fullness of joy. There's pleasure and there's liberty. That's why we enter here with thanksgiving. That's why we enter here with worship. We honor you, Father. Oh, bless you, Jesus. And let the saints say amen. Let the saints say amen. Are you blessed to be in the house of the Lord? Tell your neighbor that I'm blessed. We're going to go ahead and do our uh, declaration for the week. These new tech computers keep going off and on, so forgive me. Are you ready to do it together? Somebody say, I am a new creation. I have been buried with Christ and raised up to sit with him in heavenly places. All power and authority given to Christ has been given to me. I silence wicked spirits. 
assigned against my life. I declare the peace of God in my home. I walk in divine revelation. So I make no mistakes. My going out is blessed. And my coming in is blessed. Whatever I do shall prosper because God is with me. This is who I am in Christ. If you believe it, shout amen. Let's give a clap unto the Lord. Take your seat. God bless you, worship team, for such an amazing time. God bless you. Take your seat. Um, it's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord. How are you, Danny? You good? You very excited, right? You want to share the story that you shared with me? Or you, you want to wait for some time? All right, okay, let's do it. Um, I, uh, first off, um, I don't know if y'all know, but I, I am a coach. So the joke at our school is don't give Coach Casanova the mic because he's going to talk too much. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try not to go there. It's been a crazy year. Um, it's been a crazy year. Um, my wife was got her autoimmune disease this year, and for a while it affected her walking and her hands and even her face. Um, my mother-in-law had her her thing with her autoimmune disease, and I know my wife was up here going with her thing, and I had my own personal struggles, and I just kept on, I'm not going to lie, I was really upset at the world that I had all these things happen to me. From my um, anxiety and depression, doctor put me on medicine for that. I think I mentioned that once. Um, this year I got sick with my blood pressure, and that was, that happened. And I ended up getting diagnosed with this autoimmune disease called ITP, which I couldn't really, before that I thought I had um, leukemia or lymphoma. I was doing all these CAT scans and going through my blood and we, when they gave me that, they told me I had that diagnosis, that it was just lowering my, my platelets and they were afraid I might bleed out one day. And it went from like 120,000 when they found out to like 110,000 to 90,000. And every few months, they were just checking my blood, and they couldn't find out what was wrong with me. And at the same time, I'm trying to be supportive to my wife, which I wasn't really, because I just, I put, as a dumb coach, you put football first. So then when you get in that situation, you realize how weak you were when you're in that, the same situation when you're sick. And, you know, I'm going to doctors all the time. My career is suffering from it, because when you're sick, you're not yourself. So in the classroom... My job's in jeopardy. I'm a damn good coach, but I w I'm sorry, my language. I'm a real good coach, but <laughs> sorry. I can't believe I did that. I'm a good coach, but my classroom was, was suffering because I have all these things in life, and life just gets you. And, and I've always been the type that's just, I've always been strong. I've always been healthy. I've always been mentally strong. I've always um, just, just get through things, you know, and I was just dealing with everyone's thing and not wanting to deal with my own, and I, you know, with the blood pressure and the sickness, you become somebody different. And probably about a month ago, I was here, and uh, just, I just, just kept. I said I was going to keep on working, but I was going to let him do the rest. So um, he told me about three weeks ago, and his real cool stature. I told him what was going on. He goes, "You're going to be all right." 
God's going to, with that smile, just with confidence. And I didn't have that confidence until he gave it to me. collect myself because it was a blessing. I can't, I can't barely tell the story. Um, so I took myself off those uh, pills throughout the year. I stopped taking the, the depression, anxiety pills, and I, I was good. I said, I don't need that. I'll figure it out. But what your boy did, if he can have courage, I can have courage. So I'm going through my things, and I'm going through life, and struggles, and I got great news at my job. Thank you. They love my performance when I thought I was doing bad, and they're, they're going to support me for whatever I need as a coach. And I was like, thank you. So I was very appreciative. My wife's in remission right now. Um, my mother-in-law's alive. She's kind of in remission. She's walking. We didn't think she was going to walk again, so she's getting there. And I was happy because the people close to me were getting their blessings. But it's, you can't help but human. Oh, I want mine, right? How about me? That's, that's human, you know? And like I said, I just put it in his hands. And I told myself, I stopped, I stopped kind of asking. Just let it happen. And I came to terms with my sickness. I said, because it was making me anemic. I could barely walk sometimes. I could tell the students were laughing because I was limping now. Um, I could barely move. I could barely do anything, barely walk. I, could, I would just go home and sleep because I was so tired all the time. And as a head coach, I coached four, four sports. It's pretty hard. But I just, I told my wife, I think I told my mom on the phone, my mom and my dad are here, and I told my wife about three or four weeks ago, I don't know what it is, but I, I feel my strength coming back. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to count. Yeah, and I know he was praying for me. And my uncle's a pastor in San Antonio, and he went to he went to the Holy Land, and he was praying for me over there too. I knew that. I just didn't know. I was just like lost. I just did day by day, just Sunday by Sunday, like many of us. And um, the blessing came. I went to the doctor. I got my blood done again last week, and. The last time I went to the doctor about two months ago, he told me that the next time they were, because they were putting me on steroids, they were going to put me on steroids for not three weeks, but for like months, that it was dropping too low, and that just to get used to it. And I'm hearing from other people that these steroids cause diabetes, and these steroids are bad, and I gained a lot of weight, and I was making my blood pressure worse. And I was like, I, I, I didn't know what, what was going to happen. Like, I just didn't know, you know. So I, I go. And the doctor sits down, and there's my mother's a stage five breast cancer survivor, and there is nothing scarier than being in an oncologist's office. And I was in that office for like the tenth time this year. He sits me down, and he tells me, "What do you think your your platelet count is?" I'm not much of a joker when, you know, it's hard. I was, but just lately, I don't have that time to joke around. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Because where do you want him at? And again, I was like, well, what are, you, what are you saying? And I wasn't nice the way I said it. He goes, they're at 100 and 
60,000. Remember what? That's not how I said it. I don't want to say how I said it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you're at 160,000. And my mind, I know all the science behind it. I've done the research. I know that was great. But at that time, I totally lost all form of, of intellect. It was just a, a child. Is that good? Because I know that was good. I know that's really good. It's above normal. You're good. He goes, no, you told me last time that I was going to go down. And doctors always want to make sure that what they said was right. He goes, no, I told you that I was going to go down. He goes, but, you know, it could always reverse. No, you didn't say that, man. <laughs> you told me I was going to be on those steroids. And um, I go, what about my, my um, you know, uh, being anemic? <laughs> your, blood, your blood's healthier than mine right now. There's no, you're... You're not anemic. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I just stop. And I give him, he's about, he's about this little, about maybe about 120 pounds. I think I, I think I might have broke his back or something. Because I gave that guy the biggest hug. Did you think you got? We just, we just enjoyed the moment. Father, we thank you, O oh God. And if somebody is sick somewhere, or you have a loved one who is sick, and then they are going down, and the doctor says that there is no way up, we want to use this moment and say, Father, we've heard of your goodness. We've seen it with our eyes right now. And you know God who does things, you are no respecter of persons. So we take the miracle of God for anyone in this house or anyone connected to us. Even those who couldn't make it because they were sick, we send healing into their homes right now. We thank you. The power of sickness is broken. It's not from you. It's from the devil. And the reason why Jesus came was to destroy the works of the devil. So I thank you, Father, that this morning, this assembly, the works of the devil has been destroyed. The hand of the waster has been wasted, and your children have come out free in Jesus' name. And somebody say amen. We thank God. God bless you, coach. God bless you. God bless you. It's amazing. Kiddos, you want to go, right? Bye-bye, kiddos. Yeah, God bless you all. Go have your kiddies class right now. You want to go on and then. Father, we thank you for this moment. Señor, te damos gracias por este momento. You are here to do something in our lives. Para hacer algo en vidas. We surrender this meeting into your hands. Esta junta a tus manos. Minister unto everyone here. A todos aquí. Speak clearly unto our heart. Claramente a su corazón. Shine your light into our lives. Tu luz en vidas. Let us experience your love. Y dejar que de tu amor. Transform us. Transformanos. Renew us. Renuevanos. Lift us up. Levántanos. And save somebody. Y salva a in Jesus' name. En el del Señor. Somebody say amen. Diga amen. So for the past weeks, Las semanas, uh, we've been looking at the tabernacle. Hemos visto el tabernáculo. So we're going to continue on our tabernacle story. Y vamos a continuar ahí. So on the screen you see the tabernacle. En la pantalla ven la imagen. So you want to ask yourself, where did the tabernacle come from? 
se quieren preguntar de dónde vino. The desire of God el deseo de Dios has always been to be connected with his people. Siempre ha sido estar conectado con sus hijos. God always wants to have a relationship with his children. Siempre quiere tener una relación con ellos. So you look in the garden. Si se ven en el jardín. Bible says that Adam was in the garden. La palabra describía que Adán estaba en el jardín. In the cool of the day. En el fresco del día. And God walked in and have a meeting with Adam. Y Dios entraba y tenía una junta con so él. God always want to connect with his people. Dios siempre quiere estar en conexión con sus hijos. That is his desire. Ese es su deseo. So Adam blew it. Y Adán hizo un error. But God went ahead, chose Noah. Pero Dios escogió a Noé. He chose Abraham. Y Abraham. And then through Abraham we had um, Isaac, Jacob. Y por Abraham tuvimos a Isaac y a Jacob. They went into slavery. Y entraron a esclavitud. For 400 years. Por 400 años. And God brought them out. Y Dios los sacó. With a mighty hand. Con una mano fuerte. When God brought them out. Y cuando Dios los sacó. In Exodus 19. En Éxodo 19. God said. Dios dijo. Hey, I want to I want to talk to you guys. Yo quiero hablar con ustedes. And you know what Israel said? ¿Y qué le dijo Israel? They said, "No, we don't want to talk to you." Dijo, "No quiero hablar contigo." Talk to Moses. And let Moses talk to us. So the people of Israel missed an opportunity to be intimate with God. But God never changed his mind for his people. So he gave Moses an instruction. In Exodus 25. He says, build me a tabernacle. So that I can dwell with my people. Para evita, habitar con mis hijos. And then create a space in the tabernacle. Y crear un lugar en ese tabernáculo. Where I will meet with you. Donde yo me una contigo. And I will talk with you. Y hable contigo. So God desires to meet with us. Dios desea estar con nosotros. To talk with us. Para platicar con nosotros. Now this is the Old Testament. Este es el testamento antiguo. And we know that in the New Testament. Y God told us Dios nos dijo that the tabernacle was just a shadow el tabernáculo era una sombra of the real deal who happens to be Jesus Christ. De la realidad de quién es Jesucristo. So through Jesus y por medio de Jesucristo, the requirement of the tabernacle is fulfilled. El requerimiento del tabernáculo se cumple. Now so we're looking at the various places in the tabernacle Ahora vemos los lugares diferentes del tabernáculo where we can put ourselves in donde podemos estar to come to a place where we can worship God. Para llegar a ese lugar de adorarlo. Now in the tabernacle which we have on your screen, dentro del tabernáculo, you see an outer court. Ven lo que es de fuera. In the outer court is where you see those. Um, there's a barbecue pit and then a bunch of trees over there. Y ven donde tienen para hacer la carne asada y todo lo que está alrededor. So God understands barbecue, amen. Dios entiende las carnes asadas. Now. The outer court is where stuff happens before you can get into the holy place. Y ahí es el lugar donde suceden cosas antes de que entres al lugar santo. And then meet with God. Y luego poder tener esa junta. Today I'll be talking about getting into the holy place. Hoy voy a platicar de cómo entrar a ese lugar santo. Because we've done teachings on the outer court already. Porque ya les di enseñanzas de lo que es de fuera. But the the teachings on the holy place 
will not be complete if I don't start from the outer court. Pero no les podía explicar lo de lo más de los santos sin explicarle lo de fuera. So for the sake of those who missed all those past Sundays today, I'm going to give you a crash course. Por aquellos que no estuvieron aquí en esa semana, les voy a dar un resumen. The Lord told the people. El Señor le dijo a la gente. That don't enter the outer court without a sacrifice. No vengan al lugar sin un sacrificio. Anytime you want to enter into the place, Siempre que quieras entrar al lugar, your, the way for you to access the outer court before you can get into the holy place, you need a sacrifice. Se requiere un sacrificio. And the question is, why do you need a sacrifice? Y la pregunta es, ¿por qué? And that's what we're going to look at it today. Y es lo que vamos a ver hoy. I wouldn't have time to read all the scriptures. No tengo tiempo para leer toda la escritura. But I'm giving you a homework. Pero les voy a dar tarea. So when you go home, read Romans chapter 1. Cuando vayan a su casa, lean de Romanos 1. And Romans chapter 2. Y Romanos 2. In Romans chapter 1. En capítulo 1. The, the Holy Spirit through Paul. El Espíritu Santo por medio de Pablo. Wrote to us. Nos escribe. And then expressed the depravity of man. Y describe la depravidad del hombre. If you read that scripture, si leen la escritura, you realize that there's nothing new under the sun. Se dan cuenta que no hay nada nuevo bajo del sol. Everything that is happening now, todo lo que sucede, was happening in the days of Paul. Sucedió en aquel tiempo de Pablo. And Paul says something in that letter. Y él dijo algo en esa carta. He says that man knew God. Dijo el hombre conocía a Dios. Or men know about God. Conocían de él. But because they don't want to worship God. Pero porque no quieren adorarlo. They've closed their mind about God. Cierran su mente de Dios. Many people who claim they are atheists. Mucha gente que clama ser que no creen en Dios. It's not because they don't believe in the existence of God. No es que no crean en la existencia de él. It is because they know if they have to believe in God sino porque si saben que si tienen que creer en él then they have to submit to his ways entonces se tienen que rendir a él which they are not ready to do it y es lo que no están dispuestos a hacer so the easy way out is la manera fácil there is no god de salirse de ahí es declarar que no hay dios bible says because they say there is no god y la palabra dice que porque ellos declaran que no hay dios they have been left to the depravity of their minds se han dejado que estén al fin de lo que es su mente and bible talks about some of the crazy things that they do in romans chapter 1 verse 18 Y en Romanos 1:18 se describen ciertas cosas extremas que hacen por su mente. So that was the story for the the Gentiles. Y esa era la historia para los gentiles. And you begin to understand what well, Gentiles don't know God. Y entiendes pues los gentiles no conocen a Dios. Then Paul goes to Romans chapter 2. Y en capítulo 2. Then he says that the Jews are also not exempted. Dice que los judíos no tienen excepción. Because the Jews know about the law. Porque ellos conocen el reglamento. They know about God. Conocen de Dios. They know the principles of God. Y los principios de él. But the reality on the ground. Pero la realidad que viven. Is that they don't obey the laws of God. Es que no obedecen su reglamento. So then, nobody is free. Entonces nadie está libre. The people who don't know God. Los que no conocen de Dios. Well, because they've chosen not to acknowledge God. Porque no quieren reconocer que es Dios. They do crazy things. Hacen lo que quieren. Then we have this side, the people who know God. Y tienes el otro lado de los que conocen de who Dios. Who know about God. Y conocen de él. And they cannot fulfill the requirements that God has placed on them. Pero no pueden cumplir todos los reglamentos. Let's read some scriptures to to take on to where I'm going to. Romans chapter two, verse twenty-five. Vamos a Romanos 2:25. 
So the Jewish ceremony of circumcision has no value only if only you obey God's law. But if you don't obey God's law, you are no better off than an uncircumcised Gentile. So the Jews were saying this. Los judíos decían esto. I've been circumcised. Yo soy circumcido. That shows that I'm in covenant with God. Significa que te oye en el pacto con Dios. And Paul is saying, y Pablo les dice, your circumcision means nothing eso no tiene nada que ver. if you don't follow the laws of God. Si no sigues el reglamento. And if the Gentiles obey God's law, wouldn't God declare them to be his own people? Y si los gentiles siguieran el reglamento, ¿no Dios los declarara sus hijos? In fact, uncircumcised Gentiles who keep God's law will condemn you Jews who are circumcised and possess God's law but don't obey it. 28. For you are not a true Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. Verse 29, no, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. A true Jew a, and true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by God's spirit. And a person with a changed heart seeks praises from God and not from men. Somebody say amen. So that... The Lord is telling us El Señor nos dice, a true Jew, un judío real, a true disciple, discípulo, is not somebody who just comes to the way family chapel. No es que viene a la Go through the rituals, que hace los rituales, pay their tithes, los diezmos, sing in the choir, en el and coro, do whatever it is that everybody calls church. Y en todo lo que se llama la the Holy Spirit is saying El Santo dice that a true disciple real is somebody who has had a change of heart by God's Spirit. So getting access into the most holy place Tener ese al lugar santo to get intimate with God para tener la con Dios, it is not those um, useless or mundane rituals. No son en por medio de rituales. It is a heart that has been transformed. Es un corazón que se transforma. So, Jews or Gentiles, si eres gentil o eres judío, nobody is free. Nadie está libre. Romans chapter 3 verse 9. Romanos 3, 9. Well then, should we conclude that we Jews are better than others? The answer is no, not at all. For we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are what? Are under the power of what? Of sin. Wow. Verse 30, verse 20. For no one can ever be made to ride with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. So do you see where Paul is going at? Ven a donde va Pablo. Nobody in his right ability Nadie en su propia can fulfill the demands of the law. 
puede cumplir todos los reglamentos. So no matter how good you think you are, no importa qué tan bueno tú creas que eres, the Lord is reminding us el Señor nos recuerda that in our own ability, que nuestra habilidad propia, we cannot do what God requires us to do. No podemos cumplir lo que Dios nos requiere. So then, what are we going to do from there? Entonces, ¿qué vamos a hacer de ahí? I love this. Romans 3.21 But God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirement of the law as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophet long ago. 22. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes no matter who we are. Verse 23. For everyone has sinned We all fall short of God's glorious standard. So scripture is saying that all of us had, have made a mess out of our life. La palabra nos recuerda que todos hemos hecho un mugrero de nuestra vida. And so be, and because of that we are falling short of what God demands of us. Y por eso hemos caído bajo de lo que el Señor requiere. That is why you need a sacrifice before you enter in. Es por eso que se requiere el sacrificio antes de entrar. So in the Old Testament, en el Antiguo Testamento, the Jews had the law. Los judíos tenían el reglamento. They had the circumcision. Tenían la circuncisión. But they could not fulfill the requirements of the law. Pero no podían cumplir todas las reglas. So when they mess up, so cuando ellos tenían error, they enter in with their sacrifice. Traían un sacrificio. And that is where the doctrine of atonement comes in. Y por eso entre, llega el, el So in atonement, the animal who is clean en ese proceso, el animal que está limpio, takes your place toma tu lugar, and you become one with a clean sacrifice. Y te conviertes en uno con ese sacrificio limpio. So the animal becomes the purchase of your, um, becomes a ransom for your sins. El animal se convierte se convierte en el pago para tus pecados. So you are redeemed because the animal is accepted. Eres redimido porque el animal se acepta. That is how come you can get access into the court. Así tienes el acceso para entrar al lugar. And that is where the barbecue pit is used for. Y para eso está el lugar para hacer la carne asada. To sacrifice the goat or lamb. Para hacer el sacrificio del animal. That when the goat is sacrificed, que se hace el you are made clean. Tú eres Because law or no law, con regla o no, you could not fulfill the requirements of the law. No todo el Do you get a picture? ¿Me so fast forward in the days of Jesus Christ. Nos a los días de Romans 3.24 Yet God With undeserved kindness, declares that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. Verse 25. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in time past. So do you understand what happened here? ¿Me entienden lo que sucedió? Last week was Easter. La semana pasada fue el día de Pascua. Oh, past, yeah, Passover. We, we were celebrating y this event. Este 
este evento. And we call it the greatest event. Y lo llamamos uno más grande. Because the penalty of our sins. Porque la paga de nuestros pecados. Which was demanded of us que se requería, was paid by Jesus Christ. Jesús lo pagó. He, the, he became the ransom. Él fue el pago. And then our sins was laid upon him. Y nuestros pecados se pusieron en él. The wrath of God was laid upon him. El coraje de Dios se puso en él. Every punishment that we were supposed to receive Todo castigo que hubiéramos recibido were transferred unto him se transfirió a él. so that you and I could come out free. Para que tú y yo seamos libres. And what happened in that transaction ¿Y qué sucedió en esa transacción? is that we are no longer bound to sin. Es que ya no estamos atados al pecado. I love what the Bible says. Y me gusta lo que dice la so that we have now been moved from darkness into Light. And if you check in the pla- in the in the holy place, y si ves el lugar santo, the place where there is light, ahí donde hay luz, is in the holy place and the most holy place. Está en el lugar santo y el lugar más santo. So when Bible says we have been moved from darkness into light, cuando se describe la oscuridad y moverte a la luz, it means that through the sacrifice of Jesus, significa que por medio del sacrificio de Jesús, we have moved from the outer court, nos movimos del lugar fuera, through the place of sacrifice, por medio del lugar del sacrificio, pass through the lever, pasando el lavado, and then we have entered the holy the holy place. Colossians 1.12 and, and, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of what? Of sins. It is in Christ we have what? We have redemption and our sins have been what? forgiven. Redemption means that we have been bought back from the slavery of sin. La redención significa que por medio de Jesucristo fuimos comprados del lugar del pecado por medio de él. First Peter 2:9 says that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So through the sacrifice of Jesus Por medio de Jesucristo y su sacrificio, we have been brought out of darkness ya no estamos en oscuridad, and then we have been placed in God's marvelous light. Y estamos en la luz de Dios. We have now become children of light. Ahora somos hijos de luz. So when we go back to the tabernacle, Cuando regresamos al tabernáculo, these things have happened to us. Esto ha sucedido. It has been done for us. Ya fue hecho por nosotros. But there is another thing that we have to realize. Pero hay algo más que que darnos that Jesus did not only die for us. Que Jesús no murió por Jesus, Jesus did not only die for us. Jesus died with us. Murió con and to me that is the beautiful aspect of this whole story about Jesus. Y para mí eso es lo más íntimo de lo que es la relación que tenemos con Cristo. Because in the days of the tabernacle, porque en el día del tabernáculo, because the animal died, por medio de la muerte del animal, and the people did not die, la gente no moría. They could not have a new life. No podían tener una vida nueva. But in 
the new tabernacle of Jesus. Pero el tabernáculo nuevo en Jesús. When Jesus died, cuando él murió, we died with him. Nos murimos con él. And so when he has a new life, cuando él tiene una vida nueva, we have this new life with him. Nosotros también la tenemos con él. So we are, our sins have not only been forgiven. No, no más se perdonó el pecado. I want us to get this picture. Quiero que me entiendan. No, our sins have not only been forgiven. No, no más se perdonó el pecado. We have been turned into what? A new creation. También nos convertimos en creación nueva. Second Corinthians 5:17. Segunda de Corintios 5:17. It says that if any man is in Christ. Dice que si cualquier hombre es en Cristo. If any man encounters Christ, the Anointed One. Si tienen el encuentro con él, he is a brand new creation. Es una creación nueva. All things have what have passed away. Lo antiguo ha pasado. And all things have become what brand new. Y todo se ha hecho nuevo. How did it happen? ¿Cómo sucedió? Romans 6, 1. Romanos 6, 1. Bible says that I mean people were just making stories that uh, what was it says that what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? He says, no, by no means. We are those who have died, who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? We have died to sin. Hemos muerto al pecado. Verse 3. Or oh, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into what? Into his death. Y nos bautizamos a su muerte. So every believer Todo who identifies with what Christ did que se con lo que hizo Cristo, wasn't just Christ's experience. No nomás la experiencia de él. It was our experience. Sino era nuestra experiencia. We died with him. Verse 4. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like what? Like his. So a believer doesn't have a recycled life. Un creyente no tiene una vida reciclable. A believer is not trying to be good. No estás intentando ser bueno. A believer is not trying to be to be um, to be a child of God. No estás intentando ser hijo de Dios. A believer's old nature was dead. Tu naturaleza antigua murió. Was buried. Se enterró. So you are no longer your father's child. Tú ya no eres hijo de tus padres. Many of us get so um, connected and attracted with our earthly connections. Muchos simplemente nos mantenemos en la relación física de aquí de la tierra. That we miss our spiritual connection. Y perdemos las conexiones espirituales. We get so tied down with earthly um, relatives, first, second, twentieth cousin, and all those things that we miss the spiritual connection. Nos enfocamos tanto en la relación de los primos y los tíos que perdemos la conexión espiritual. No, there's nothing wrong with that. No hay nada mal con ello. But I'm saying the most important connection. Pero quiero que entiendan que lo más importante that you need to come to is that at the altar. 
Tienen que entender que en el altar When Christ was laid at the altar and being crucified Cuando Cristo fue crucificado He didn't only carry your sins Él no nomás cargó tu pecado He carried you to the cross También te cargó a ti con Él And you were buried with Him Y te enterraste con Él And then you rose up to a new life Y te levantaste a una vida nueva So a believer has a new life Tú tienes una vida nueva. So you don't go about and confess that this is who I am. I've been like that since first grade. No vas y confiesas es que es que so, así soy yo así nací. It means you have no idea who you are. Significa que no entiendes quién You've eres. lost your identity. Perdiste tu identidad. It doesn't matter who you were in first grade or sixth grade. No importa quién naciste o quién eras en primero o sexto grado. That lifestyle doesn't have to define you. Esa vida no tiene que identificarse contigo. Because you were dead and buried with Christ. Porque muriste y te enterraste con Cristo. And then you rose up to a new life. Y te levantaste una vida nueva. That is how come you can break the shackles of addiction. Es por eso que puedes salir de la adicción. And you don't need 20 steps. Y no necesitas los 20 pasos. No, no, no. Your old nature is dead and buried. La naturaleza antigua ya está muerta y enterrada. And you walk in the awareness. Y te levantas y caminas en el entendimiento. I'm alive unto a new life. Que estás vivo en una vida nueva. Somebody say I'm alive. Alguien declare estoy vivo. Somebody say I'm alive unto a new life. A una vida nueva. I told you this new computer stuff. Oh, you have to pray for me. <laughs> okay, good. Let me read some scriptures. Um, verse 6. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin. 7. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God in the same way. Somebody say in the same way. In like manner, en la misma manera, the same thing that happened to Jesus Christ lo mismo que le pasó a is the same thing that happened to me. Es lo mismo que me pasó a mí. We're going to pray today. Vamos a orar hoy. But I want us to understand this process. Pero quiero que entiendan el proceso. Because we're going to use this process to pray. Porque vamos a usar el proceso para orar. Because see, you, uh, I mean... Uh, Prayer is intimate communication with God. La oración es una comunicación íntima con Dios. You cannot talk intimately with God. No puedes hablar íntimamente con él. Unless you identify with him. Al menos de que te identifiques con él. And what happened on the cross? Y de lo que pasó en la cruz. In the same way. En esa misma manera. Count yourself dead to sin. Cuéntate muerto al pecado. And alive to God in Christ Jesus. Y vivo a Dios. So don't let sin reign in your body. No dejes que el pecado reine en tu cuerpo. Don't offer your bodies as instrument of wickedness. No sean usados para la maldición. But offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. Sino ofrécete a Dios como aquellos que se trajeron de la muerte a la vida. For sin is no longer my master. Porque el pecado ya no es mi maestro. Because I'm not under the law. Porque ya no vivo en el reglamento. I'm under grace. Estoy bajo la gracia. Somebody say I'm under grace. Somebody say I'm under grace. 
So grace simply means la a life that is not subject to the devil. Una vida que no está al it's a life that has been resurrected. Una vida it's a life that is seated with Christ far above. Está con en los it's a life that has dominion over the devil. Que sobre el and that is who you are. Eso es quien eres. And that is your reasonable worship. Y esa es tu adoración apropiada. That's what Paul says in Romans chapter 12. Es lo que Pablo dice en Romanos 12. That I'm begging my brothers and sisters. Les ruego hermanos. That you offer your life. Ofrezcan su vida. As a living sacrifice. Como un sacrificio vivo. And I want to tell you this. Y les quiero decir. This is a daily thing. Esto es algo diario. Every day you offer your life. Todos los días ofreces tu vida. Every day. You don't do it one time. No lo haces una vez. Why is it that you don't do it one time? ¿Por qué no lo haces una vez? Because you are a living sacrifice. Porque eres un sacrificio viviente. You are alive. Estás vivo. You are alive. So tomorrow or the next hour. Mañana o la siguiente hora. You make a decision to let God reign and not you reign. Haces la decisión que Dios gobierne y no tú. You're going to move out of this place to your home. Te vas a ir de aquí, vas a ir a tu casa. You're going to make a decision that I'm going to let God reign in my home. Vas a decidir si Dios va a reinar en tu en tu hogar. I'm going to surrender my home to him. Vas a rendir tu hogar a él. And whatever his word tells me. Y lo que su palabra me diga. That's what I'm going to do. Es lo que yo voy a hacer. That is what that is what the Bible is talking about. Death at the altar. Es lo que la palabra describe como la muerte en el altar. Because at that place, porque en ese lugar, you sacrifice your flesh. Sacrificas tu carne. Remember this. Acuerden esto. Man is a spirit. El hombre es un espíritu. Has a soul. Tiene una alma. And lives in this body. Y vive en este cuerpo. You agree with me, right? Están de acuerdo. Good. Now, see, your greatest enemy. Tu enemigo más grande. It's not the it's not the witches in Alaska. No son las brujas que están en Alaska. Your greatest enemy. Tu enemigo más grande. Is this flesh of yours? Es esta propia carne. Because this flesh desires things. Porque la carne desea cosas. That is not good for the soul and the spirit. Que no son buenas para el espíritu ni para el alma. Yeah. Like this body will crave for ice cream. Como este cuerpo va a desear nieve. I I I, I don't know. I know few people muy poca gente who crave for salad. Que va a desear una ensalada. Those people are already in heaven. Y ya están en el cielo. But for those of us on this earth, Por, pero los que aquí, we crave for junk food. Nos gustan lo que son las chucherías. Is it not true? No es verdad? And then we, we, we tell ourselves that, okay, I'm going to be good for Two days. Y nos decimos, vamos a ser buenos por dos días. And then one day. Y un día. Okay, what a beggar. I mean, then I alternate. Y luego cambias tus I'm, decisiones. I'm not trying to spoil anybody's business. No les quiero arruinar sus negocios. What I'm saying is that our natural nature. Pero sí les quiero explicar que nuestra naturaleza normal. Usually craves for things that are not benefit that, that do not have eternal benefits. Usualmente desean las cosas que no tienen beneficios eternos. And Bible says that in Romans chapter eight. Y la palabra dice en Romanos ocho. If you read in Romans chapter eight, I think from five to eleven or thirteen. Del cinco al trece. It tells us that this flesh is an enemy. To the spirit. Nos dice que la carne es el enemigo al espíritu. And the only way you can worship God. Y la única manera de adorar a Dios. Is worshiping him in what? In spirit and what? In truth. Es en adorarlo en, en espíritu y en verdad. 
So your flesh tu carne cannot connect with God. No se puede conectar con Dios. So what do you do with your flesh? Entonces, ¿qué haces con la carne? Lay it at the altar. Acuéstala en el altar. Don't give the flesh what it wants. No le des lo que quiere. <laughs> the flesh can pout like a two-year-old child. <laughs> la carne puede hacer un aracle como un niño de dos años. But just as you treat a two-year-old child, pero así como tratas a ese niño, treat your flesh the same way. Trata tu carne en la misma manera. Tell him you can scream all you want. Dile puedes gritar todo lo que quiera. I'm not giving you what you want. No te voy a dar lo que quieres. Because if I give you what you want, porque si te lo doy, it's not going to be good for me. No va a ser bueno para ti. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9:25 downwards. En primero de Corintios 9 hasta el fin. He says that there is one thing I do. Dice una cosa hago. I discipline my body. Disciplino a mi cuerpo. I put my body under subjection. Lo pongo bajo sujeto. I tell my body what to do. Yo le digo que haga. And then my body doesn't tell me what to do. Mi cuerpo no me dice a mí que haga. This man here is a coach so he understands that. Aquel que es un entrenador me entiende. There is no successful athlete no hay ni un atleta who will win championships que va a ganar campeonatos and living life anyhow they want. Y vivir su vida como quiera. It doesn't happen. No sucede así. It doesn't happen. So we surrender our flesh unto the Lord. Tenemos que rendir nuestra carne a Dios. And when we do that, y cuando hacemos eso, after the place, the next thing that we have to get to el lugar que que is the liver. Es el the liver is a place of meditation. Es el lugar donde se I explained to you a couple of weeks ago. Les hace unas semanas, that's a place where we begin to think about what God has done for us. So when we come to God in prayer, en a él, we enter the gates of God. En el del Dios. And we give God thanks. Y le damos Why do we thank God? ¿Por qué le we thank Him for the provision of Jesus Christ. Por la de Cristo, that through Christ Jesus, que por medio de Cristo, there's a sacrifice that has been laid. Hay un que se puso. We don't only thank God for the sacrifice. Y no le eso. We thank Him that our Ourselves have been sacrificed at the altar. Sino porque también nosotros ya nos sacrificamos en el altar. And we have rose up unto a new life. Y nos hemos resurrectado una vida nueva. A life of glory. Una vida de gloria. A life of power. De poder. Now, so as you stand at the place of the mirror. Así como estás delante del espejo. Bible says you are gazing into the perfect law of God. La palabra dice que ves el reglamento. Perfecto de Dios. Now, what happens when you begin to look in a mirror? ¿Qué sucede cuando ves en el espejo? You look better. Te ves mejor. The more you look at it, y lo más que lo veas, you start trimming your face and trimming everything around you. Empiezas a ajustarte más. When you finish, you look awesome. Y cuando terminas, te ves padre. That's the same, the same care you want to take for yourself. Es el mismo cuidado que quieres hacer para ti mismo. Ask yourself at the mirror of God. Pregúntate en el espejo de Dios. Am I living an overcoming life? Estoy viviendo una vida de sobresaliente. What is it in my life that is hindering me? ¿Qué es lo que me limita en mi vida? Do I feel any sickness in my body? Tengo enfermedad en el cuerpo. You begin to speak health right now. Empiezas a declarar salud en ese momento. The Bible says. La palabra dice that as we meditate on the law of God. 
Así como meditamos en el reglamento de Dios, we get good success. Tenemos éxito bueno. So our success is not only on hearing the word of God. El éxito no es nomás en escuchar la palabra de Dios. Your success as a believer. Tu éxito como creyente. Is not only knowing, hearing about what God has done for you. No es nomás conocer y escuchar lo que Dios ha hecho por ti. It's about taking time to reflect on the word of God. Es tomar tiempo y reflexionar en la palabra. And through constant reflection. Y por ese proceso constante. See, because the only way you can get into the holy place. La única manera de entrar al lugar santo. Is they have to be washing. Es tiene que haber adoración. No, no washing. 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 Oh, Cleaning. sorry. Yeah, okay. Lavado. Yeah. So, so you have to be cleaned. Tienes que estar limpio. And you get cleaned at the place of meditation. Y tienes que estar limpio en el lugar de meditación. You reflect on the goodness of the Lord. Y reflexionas en la bondad de Dios. Oh God, you are good. Dios eres bueno. You have been good to me. Has sido bueno conmigo. I thank you for the sacrifice on the cross. Te doy gracias por el sacrificio de la cruz. Now, what does the sacrifice mean to you? Y qué significa ese sacrificio para ti? It means that I'm no longer a slave to sin. Significa que ya no eres esclavo al pecado. I thank you that I've been transformed. Que ya fui transformado. I thank you that I've been renewed. Soy renovado. That I'm a brand new creation. Soy una creación nueva. That my old nature is gone. Que mi naturaleza antigua se ha ido. I've been grafted into this new family. Soy entrado una familia nueva. This blessed family. Esta familia bendecida. Every generation of curse. Y toda con uh, maldición generacional. Like our brother was saying that the the, uh, the mother-in-law has autoimmune and the wife has autoimmune. Como ahorita que compartió el hermano que su suegra y su esposa tenían una una enfermedad generacional. This is something negative that is going through the family. No, you don't claim it. You begin to exempt yourself. The Father, I thank you that through the sacrifice of Jesus, your word says that Jesus became a curse for me so that I could inherit every blessing that is in Abraham by faith. So I claim this by faith. I cancel every sickness. I put it in remission. Never will it resurrect again. Because every sin was buried never to come back again. Now this happens at the place of reflection. And you are still praying. You are looking at what God has done for you. You are thanking him for what he's done. You're taking them into your life. I thank you that I'm not judged by my sins. As far as the east is from the worst, my sins have been moved away from me. In your sight, Father, I am sinless. Now, how many of you have been praying and as you start praying, you start thinking about them um, um, somebody that you need to call. The moment you are in prayer, remember that, oh, you need to call your mother-in-law. The moment you are in prayer, you realize that, oh, um, you have to prepare lunch for the kids. How, how many of us get, go through that? Yeah. This, this is the place where the enemy will come and bombard you. Este es el lugar donde el enemigo va a venir contra ti. His idea is to distract you. Su idea es ponerte distracción. Because see, you want to get focused on God. Y se quiere tener el enfoque en Dios. Focus on the word of God. 
la palabra del Señor. And the enemy knows that if he can let you move away from your focus. Y si él puedes quitarte de tu enfoque el enemigo. And, and stop thinking about what you did two years ago, which was terrible. Te hace pensar en lo que hiciste hace dos años y fue algo terrible. He can place you in self-condemnation. Y te puede poner en condenación propia. And remember that condemnation cannot enter the holy place. Y esa condenación no puede entrar al lugar más santo. And most believers. Y el ma mayoría de los creyentes. They stop at the place of the level. Se detienen ahí en el lugar del lavado. They don't get into the holy place. No entran al lugar más santo. Because the enemy is bombarding them. Porque el enemigo viene contra ellos. But that's where you begin to tell back, talk back to the enemy. Pero ahí empiezas a declararle para atrás al enemigo. That I'm not in, under condemnation. Que no estás en condenación. There is no condemnation against que me. Que no hay nada contra ti. For one who is in Christ Jesus. Porque uno que está en Cristo. Who doesn't walk according to the spirit of the law. Que no camina de acuerdo a la ley. You cannot put me in condemnation, devil. No te puede entrar a condenación. I just came through the altar. Tienes que acordarle que acabas de entrar por el altar. I know what happened at the altar. Que yo reconozco que sucedió. I know who I am. I've been transferred from darkness. And I've been moved into light. You can't take me back, devil. You can't count my past against me. You begin to talk back to the devil. Use the blood to cleanse your mind and your heart. That's what happens at the labor. Now, when you stay at the labor, and then you begin to pray, and then you get to an atmosphere. Y llegas a una atmósfera. Listen, listen. You know that, you know, prayer is not about emotions and feelings, right? Oración no es de emociones y de nuestro sentir. But how many of you have sometimes prayed and felt like, I mean, your prayer was hitting the ceiling? Pero ¿cuántos de ustedes a veces han sentido que la oración nomás llegó aquí al techo? It looks like your prayer went nowhere. Que no llegó a ni un lugar más allá. See, let me tell you the truth. It looks like your prayer went nowhere. It's not because you didn't pray. No, you did all the things you had to do. You asked, you requested everything. But the reason why you didn't feel so good Pero la razón por qué no te sentiste tan bien is that you couldn't slip into the holy place. Es que no al lugar santo. Because see, in the holy place en el lugar santo, there is a candlestick. Está una vela. There is a showbread. Y está el pan. And there is an incense. Y está el incenso. The candlestick we learn that is a place of revelation. La vela es el lugar de revelación. Your eyes suddenly open. Tus ojos se abren. Like Paul said, I'm praying that your eyes be flooded with light. Because when you live in revelation, oh my goodness, you, can, you become unstoppable. You know, what you hear, it's very difficult for you to believe. Lo que escuchas es muy difícil creer. But what you see, Pero lo que tú ves, nobody can take that out from your eyes. La gente lo puede de tu vista. People will try to convince you. Te van a de convencer, and you tell yourself, Pero tú te dices, I know what I saw. Yo sé lo que vi. You know, sometimes people think that oh, maybe, you, maybe you, you felt a shadow move. Quizás viste una sombra moverse. And you're telling somebody, y le dices a alguien, they say, ah, you are too superstitious. And what, what what, what, what do you say? I know what I saw. The place of knowing without doubt. The place where a believer becomes so firm and unshakable in their faith. 
Es el lugar donde el creyente ya no se mueve de su fe. It's a place of revelation. Es un lugar de revelación. But it doesn't come until you have gone through meditation. Pero no entras hasta que entres al lugar de meditación. And the enemy has succeeded on putting us on fast diet. Y el enemigo ha tenido éxito en meternos a dietas. So we are always on the run. Y siempre estamos corriendo. That we cannot make time to think about the word of God and how it means to our life. Y no podemos tener el tiempo para poner la palabra en primer lugar. And my prayer for, for this church today. Y mi oración para esta iglesia hoy. For me myself. Para mí mismo. Is that Lord that I can slow down. El Señor me quiero detener. And then spend time and reflect on your goodness. Y quiero pasar tiempo reflexionando en tu bondad. Because it's when I reflect. Porque es cuando yo reflexiono. That the word gets inside of me. Que la palabra entra en mí. And then when the word inside of me. Cuando está la palabra en mí. Becomes light. Es luz. See, because in the holy place. Porque en el lugar santo. There is the showbread. Está el pan. Let's see what the Bible says in John chapter. Let's go to John chapter 6. Vamos a Juan 6. Jesus says that I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and what? And not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will do what? Will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I give you for the life of, which I give, which I will give for the life of the world. Verse 52. Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise them up the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood, remains in me, and I in him. Let's go to the next one. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will do what? Will live forever. Anyone who feeds on this bread, which is called Jesus, will do what? Will live what? Forever. Aquel que se alimenta de este pan, quien es Jesús, tendrá vida eterna. So the place of having eternal life. El lugar de tener vida eterna. Is entering into the holy place. Es en entrar en lugar santo. So, because remember that at the altar there was sacrifice. Porque acuerden que en el altar fue el sacrificio. At the liver there was washing. En el lavado se lavó y se limpió. You didn't get fed. No te alimentaron. But when you enter into the holy place. Pero cuando entraste al lugar santo. The Lord takes his word. El Señor toma su palabra. And then he feeds you with his word. Y te alimenta con ella. Because see, there is light. Porque hay luz. Oh my goodness. I like it. There is light. Hay luz. And then there is bread. Y hay pan. And when the two go together. Y cuando los dos están juntos. They bring up incense. Crea, un incenso. Let me let me tell you why, what I, what I mean by that. Y les voy a explicar la significancia. You know what Romans chapter ten verse seventeen says? Who can quote for me? Romans, Romans 10, 10, 17. 10, 17. Faith comes by what? By hearing and hearing what? The word of God. 
We get faith by hearing the word of God. The word word has two Greek meanings. En la palabra, la, la palabra significa. Has two meanings in Greek. Tiene dos significados. One is logos. Uno es logos. And the other is rhema. Y el otro es rama. Logos is the word that is written. Es la palabra escrita. So anytime you are reading the Bible, so to speak. Cada vez que leen la palabra. What you're reading is what we call the logos. Es lo que se llama el logos, que es lo que está escrito. So, I mean, if anybody has done English. Si alguien ha hecho la clase de inglés. You should be able to read the Bible. Puedes leer la palabra. And then maybe give comprehension. Okay. Y hacer un trabajo que va a enseñar que comprendiste la palabra. Okay, Jesus went to Cana. Jesus claro, went to Cana. Jesus fue a Cana. But then... The spiritual science behind the Bible. Pero lo espiritual de abajo, detrás de la palabra. Is what we call the rima. Es el rama. And the rima word comes through revelation. Y eso simplemente llega por la revelación. So it is a simple word. Es una palabra simple. Which means nothing to anybody. Que le significa nada a nadie. But when God breathes his light on that word. Pero cuando Dios trae su luz ahí. It means everything to you. Te significa todo. I remember about eight years ago. Me acuerdo hace como ocho años. Before the year was ending, I was just doing my spending time with God in prayer. Antes de que se terminara el año, yo estaba ayunando y pasando tiempo con Dios. And the Lord gave me a scripture in Psalms, I believe Psalms 78 or so. Y me acuerdo de la palabra de Salmos 78. That scripture changed my life. Esa escritura me cambió mi vida. I was so excited. Estaba tan animado. Then I went to, I opened it to my wife and I showed it to her. Y luego se lo enseñé a mi esposa. And then she read it. Y la leo. She said, okay. Me dijo, está bueno. Okay. Okay. And I was getting a little bit disappointed. Y me decepcioné un poco. But then I understood something. Pero luego entendí algo. A rima for you. Un rima para ti. Means nothing to somebody else. Significa nada para el demás. It's not because they are not spiritual. No es porque no son espiritual. It's because that word is for you and not for them. Es porque esa palabra es para ti y no para ellos. And when we come to a place of meditation, y cuando llegamos al lugar de meditación, a place of prayer, un lugar de oración, where light comes, donde llega la luz, that is when the Lord drops certain things in your spirit. Es cuando el Señor te deposita ciertas cosas en tu espíritu. That is when the word of God be, makes sense to you. Cuando la palabra ya tiene significado para ti. And at that point, y en ese punto, you do nothing but to pray. Hace simplemente oración. Say, Father, I thank you. Le das gracias al Señor. Say, by His stripes. Por medio de sus llagas. I am healed. Eres curado. One preacher man. Un predicador. He said he was reading the Bible. Dijo que leía la palabra. Matthew, I've gotten the exact. Matthew chapter something. Mateo capítulo no me acuerdo. And the Bible said. Pero la palabra dice. He himself. Que él mismo. Took away our sins. Quitó nuestro pecado. I mean, what does took means? Qué significa quitar? In the past. En el pasado. He he himself bore. Our sickness. El mismo tomó nuestra enfermedad. What does it mean? ¿Qué significa eso? It's in the past. Que ya todo en el pasado. Ah. Ahora entiendo. Then when he saw that, y cuando lo vio, he said that if I can believe that Jesus died, y dijo si creo que Jesús murió, I must equally believe that he carried my sickness. Igual tengo que creer que él cargó mi enfermedad. So do you know what he did? ¿Y saben qué hizo? He went out to where his people were, his friends were gathered. Y fue ahí cuando estaban sus amigos. Then he screamed very loud. Y les gritó bien. I can never be sick. Bien alto que nunca puede enfermarse. And everybody's like, 
There's something wrong with you. How can you live in this place with mosquitoes and bugs and say you can never be sick? He says, well, if you want sickness, you can take it. But from what I have seen, see, the difference is that when there's light and there's bread, something boils up inside of you and you reject the ways of this world and you take on the ways of God. He went on to three days prayer and the Lord showed him the secret to kingdom prosperity. Do you know what he did again? He screamed. I can never be broke. Listen, if you see what this man has done from this revelation in the heart of Africa this man has built many things I can talk about. Three universities. World class, not just ordinary. World class universities. Not with loans. No, 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 no. no. Cash down. World class universities. Not with loans. Todo lo ha hecho sin préstamos. With raw dollars. Con dinero real. How can, how can this happen? ¿Cómo sucedió esto? Because when you get through meditation. Porque cuando terminas de meditar. Into a place of prayer. Y entras al lugar de oración. And light shines. Y la luz brilla. You cannot go back again. No puedes regresar a lo oscuro. You, you don't talk like everybody talks. No vas a hablar como los demás. No, you change your environment. Cambias la atmósfera. You refuse to be conformed to the patterns of this world. No te conformas con las maneras de esta vida. You think about a higher life. Piensas en esa vida más alta. Because you have entered into God's glory. Porque has entrado a la gloria de Dios. You have sneaked into the most holy place without you knowing. Lugar, llegaste al lugar más santo sin reconocerlo. You begin to look at somebody in your life who is sick. Y ves a alguien enfermo Say, Father, they cannot be sick. I break the power of sickness in Jesus' name. And then at the most holy place, the Lord comes in there and then he speaks. He talks to you. That is how you can say this is what the Lord is saying. Because in the most holy place, you don't talk. He talks. And you listen. So if you have gone through your prayer, and there is no room for God talking to you, you realize that your prayer wasn't complete. So all our laundry list, oh Lord, my ship, my car, my wife, my children, all those laundry lists. If, if that's all that we do in prayer, we have missed something. God speaking to us and telling us it's going to be all right and telling us this is what I need you to do. This is what I need you to say. This is the place God wants to take us as a church. That is why he, he brought these teachings right from January until April. 
Por eso desde enero hasta abril el Señor Four nos ha traído cuatro meses enteros enseñándonos de su gloria. We can no longer live in the flesh realm. Ya no podemos vivir en lo que es la carne. We got to step into the spirit realm. Tenemos que entrar a lo más espiritual. And begin to take what has been ours since the foundation of the earth. Y tenemos que tomar posesión de lo que ha sido de nosotros desde la fundación de la tierra. The plan of God from the beginning. El plan de Dios desde el inicio. Has not changed. No ha cambiado. He still wants to be intimate with us. Siempre quiere estar con intimidad con nosotros. This is the place when you get to. Este es el lugar que llegas. Oh, First John chapter five verse twelve says that, for we know. Let me see where is it. En primera de Juan cinco dice. It says that I write these things to you who believe in the name of Jesus Christ. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to what His will. He will hear us. And we know that if he hears us, we're going to have what? Everything that we ask. Because at that place, you are not praying according to your, you are not praying according to your will. You're praying according to what? His will. Cuando lleguemos a este lugar, vamos a orar con propósito y vamos a orar y pedir de acuerdo a la, man, a la voluntad de Dios. You become so connected with his will. Te vas a conectar tanto con su voluntad. You reject any compromise. Que vas a rechazar todo compromiso. I reject any dwelling with frogs. No vas a querer estar en ni un otro lugar. They must go in Jesus name. Todo tendrá que salir. Cancer must go in Jesus name. La cáncer tiene que Sumo salir. must go in the name of Jesus. Todo tiene They que must salir. vanish. Tienen que quitarse. In the name of Jesus. En el nombre del Señor. Is somebody ready to pray? ¿Alguien está Let's be on our feet and pray. We're going to spend like five, ten minutes, but I want us to, when we go home, we're going to continue. We're putting what we are learned today into practice. We're putting what we learned into praise, into practice. We enter his gates with thanksgiving. So any posture you want to take here, If you stand that, it's fine. If you want to sit, that's fine. Any, any posture you want to take. We want to begin by just giving God thanks for his goodness and his mercy. I want to hear somebody thank God for his life, for your life. Begin to thank him right now. Begin to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank him. And thank God for Jesus. Thank God that Jesus came to die on the cross for you. Thank God. Thank God. And begin to pray and say, Father, thank you that my sins have been forgiven. Begin to thank the Lord that your sins are not counted against you. Yes, yes, yes. It's all laid on the cross. The blood is working. The blood is working. The blood is working. Begin to speak unto the Lord right now. Begin to give God thanks. Begin to give him thanks right now. Celebrate him in the name of Jesus. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. Magnify you, O Lord Jesus. Begin to thank him. Thank him for every provision. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him that you are alive. Thank him that you are alive. Thank him that you are alive. Yes, yes. And begin to surrender yourself at the altar right now. Yes. Surrender yourself at the altar. Yes. Every will, every emotions, everything that you've held on to, you want to live it right now. 
every anger, every bitterness, every pain, every shame, every disappointment, anything that you are holding on to. You want to say, Father, I drop it at the altar right now. I refuse to carry these things in the name of Jesus. Somebody who has wronged me, somebody who has done something bad against me, Lord, I forgive them right now. As I'm forgiven, I forgive. As I'm forgiven, I'm forgiven, God. Begin to pray right now. Plead the blood to cleanse your mind and your heart. Sanctify your heart right now in the name of Jesus. We've learned these things right now. I want to put them to practice. We come through the altar. And Bible says that when you come, remember that you were dead, buried, and resurrected. Begin to lay your emotions and everything that holds you down, anything that binds you, every sickness, every pain, every emotional distress, begin to lay it at the altar right now. Don't wait for somebody to lay their hands on you. Take it for yourself. He bore your sin and your sickness. So claim your healing right now. Claim your deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus, we come into the place of prayer. Leave us, okay, ladies. Lift your voice, somebody. Lift your voice, somebody. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We celebrate you, we celebrate you. Unto you alone be your glory, unto you alone be your praise. Give God thanks this moment, give him the glory and the honor. Adore him and thank him that you are made free. Now you come into the brazen altar. Begin to wash your mind and your heart. You are being sanctified and set apart. Begin to claim who you are. You are righteousness. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are righteous. You have been redeemed. You have been justified. You have access unto the holy place. We thank God for light. You flooded the height the light of the heart of everyone here with light there's revelation we feed on the feet on your food right now in the name of jesus we thank you we thank you we thank you we honor you father and bible says and bible says when we get into the mercy seat cuando llegamos al lugar de siento de misericordia the lord says there i'll meet with you El Señor dice que ahí se junta contigo. And I will speak with you from above the mercy seat. Y va a hablar contigo. And I will give you instructions. Y te va a dar instrucción. Bible says we should approach the throne of grace with confidence. La palabra dice que debemos de tener ese derecho de uh, ponernos delante del altar con confianza. So we might receive mercy. Para recibir esa misericordia. And I will receive help in the time of our need. Y para recibir la ayuda en el tiempo de necesidad. There is something about God. When you come into his presence, everything you need has been supplied. It's like you're at a banquet table. It is up to you to take what you want. So as we are pressed through the liver, into his holy place. I want somebody to take what belongs to them. Whatever is a need, begin to take it right now. If it is strength, you need to take it right now. If it is if it is resources, you need to take it right now. If it is wisdom, take it right now. There is a time where the Lord renews your strength. Begin to lambano everything that God has for you. Lambano means to take it. It means to take it. It means to take it. It means to call it your own. It means to carry it away. 
Today you are carrying healing away from this place. You are carrying restoration from this place. You are carrying wisdom from this place. You've come into the throne of your father. You're carrying restoration. We thank you, Father. We worship you for your presence. Thank you, Father, for the healing wind that is flowing in this place. Thank you for your power that is at work. Thank you for a new beginning. There is none that has come to you, O God. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you for your presence. We thank you that every shell has been broken. We thank you the spirit within has come out. We are communing spirit to spirit. We are receiving of you freshness. We are receiving of you greatness. We are receiving favor. Oh, bless your name. Amen. Let's take our seats. God bless you all. Por favor, tomen su lugar. Now, what I want to encourage you to do Lo quiero, que hagan. is to get into the atmosphere of prayer like that. Es a la de la así. Your prayer shouldn't always be in I need this, I need that, and you walk away. Begin to reflect on who you are. And move into a place where God's word will become alive to you. And then what God tells you, write them down. Live by them. And see what's going to happen to you. We thank you, Father, for what you've done. We thank you for who you are. We thank you the spirit of prayer has been birthed in this church. I see men and women in this house who have gone into moments of travail. And Father, I see the fruit of prayer being seen in this house. Oh, I see testimonies. Greater testimonies. And Father, not just for us, but for those who are connected to us. Thank you and I bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.